0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a podcast, the podcast, the official podcast of podcasting. I'm Robbie.
1: I'm Lee. This is a podcast, the podcast.
0: Yes. And today's episode is, as always, brought to you by Anchor FM. It is also brought to you by President Joe Biden. You know the thing. Interesting. Yes. Thank you, Joe Biden, for sponsoring this episode of a podcast, the podcast.
1: You know, that stimulus check wasn't. A uh, endorsement of the show, right? That was for something else. Excuse me? That that check you got from Joe Biden, that was for mm. a different thing. Not for the podcast.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was for the podcast.
1: Okay, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, definitely. Well, anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. Yes, indeed. Here on this beautiful day, Wednesday, February 17th. Rush Limbaugh's dead.
0: (laughs) And it is a a day to rejoice indeed.
1: Yeah, fuck that miserable cunt.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Not so pro-life now, are you?
1: (laughs) They always say they're pro-life and then they die. What a bunch of hypocrites.
0: I know, right? For real.
1: He also said tobacco didn't cause lung cancer and then he got lung cancer from smoking cigars, so (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) He also said that... uh, uh, Black people in jail for... Well, I don't know if he specifically was talking about black people. I'm mean, going to assume he was because he fucking hated them.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh,
1: he also said that people who are in jail for, for drugs deserve everything they get and uh, fuck them, basically. And then he went deaf from doing drugs. So
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, we, we could spend we could spend an entire podcast talking about all the shitty things that Rush Limbaugh has done over his, unfortunately, very long and lucrative career.
1: Yeah, and his the, very the, long life. He overstayed his welcome.
0: I know, for real. Well, I mean, being born was him overstaying his welcome, I think. But yeah. regardless, today is a day that we can celebrate uh, the death of a fucking cunt.
1: I mean, people say it's in poor taste to talk about the death of someone, even if you don't like them. And to, to that, I'm like, okay, so do you like, if I were talking about Hitler, would you be mad? You know?
0: Yeah. And also like when we're talking about somebody who's like a Sandy hook truther, um, you know, I don't think it applies. Well, it's gonna gonna one say, thing.
1: I was going to say somebody that made fun of, a uh, cultural icon and worldwide gem, Matthew J F- or shit. Michael J Fox. <laughs> yes indeed Uh, what did he say
0: about michael j fox again
1: uh that he was faking parkinson's that's right that he was over exaggerating it for attention (laughs) (laughs) that it was suspicious that uh he didn't seem to have a problem with it when he was making movies and also when he's on camera talking about parkinson's he's able to look directly at the camera (laughs) yet he wants us to believe that he can't control his his body and his movements. <laughs> oh yes. Uh and he said it he said uh Michael Jack or shit he said Michael J Fox's act is pretty shameless if you ask me. Yeah, well Fuck it, you, Rush.
0: It is the ultimate Fuck con, you. isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Making yeah. Parkinson's
0: and losing your film career.
1: <laughs> yeah, but look at all that money that he made and then donated to charities. What a fucking piece of shit.
0: What a miserable asshole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yes, glorious day. Rush indeed. Limbaugh's dead. Meanwhile, DNR. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that was not DNR, huh? Yeah, that was not a uh, a conscious effort <laughs> to, to pick out that beer. <laughs> Very appropriate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very appropriate, so, indeed.
0: Yes, indeed. And uh, meanwhile, uh, we have been living in a bit of a post-apocalypse, almost both yeah. because of the extreme cold uh, and because uh, rolling blackouts are now a thing across much of the country, including where you and I both happen to live, but, which makes it sound like we live in the same place. We don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so that that's pretty cool. What I find uh, interesting is that uh, we haven't lost power yet, I don't think, like in my area of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we happen to live in a higher income area. Uh, and a lot of the lower income areas of the city have lost power multiple times for a couple hours when it was only supposed to be for an hour.
1: Yeah, so well, you're also white.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's you know I want to believe that issues of you know income inequality and the crazy level to which Omaha is segregated, even still, uh, wouldn't play a factor in which communities get their power shut down. But like one of the richest people in the city lives like four houses down. Uh, for me. So like, you know, I just, there's a part of me that just has to wonder, (laughs) you know? Uh Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's sus. It's a little sus. It's very sus. And I, yeah. Yeah. I, I have you, have you, uh, had your power shut off?
1: Uh, for an hour yesterday. Yeah. Not so bad. It's
0: pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty cool that the power grid, uh, can't handle it. (laughs) That's,
1: that's pretty cool. Well, I'm just glad I don't live in Texas. Yeah, for real. They're for really many getting fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Not only is their infrastructure even worse off than ours in Oklahoma, but uh their uh GOP led uh state politicians are even worse than ours here in Oklahoma, which I can't believe is a, a thing, but I know yeah. for real. They're fucking insufferable, man. Um, well, yeah, I
0: mean Texas is just one giant inferiority complex, so let's just
1: talk about Texas for a minute here, so yeah, let's do it so first, we have after how long has Texas been uh talking about seceding and becoming their own country for a long time, right?
0: yeah, probably when they were when it was still a territory
1: I mean they they were actively trying to draft legislation to do so,
0: Oh yeah, that happens all recently. the time, I know, yeah.
1: but within. Within the, the past year, 2021, not like since last year, this time, like since the beginning of this year, they've been talking about that is what I read. Uh, and yet here they are fucking begging for uh, federal monies, <laughs> begging to be bailed out and, and uh, granted funds for emergency use. I mean, as any state should ask for in, in these types of times, but it just proves the point that they fucking have no business. Trying to do their own thing, if they can't de- depend on themselves to yeah, for provide real. for their own fucking state, you know. Uh, then we have legendary shithead Tim Boyd, the now ex-mayor of Colorado City. Did you see this? No. All right. So he posted on Facebook. I don't know what time this was. Um, it was two hours. Fr- it was two hours ago as of when I saw it being shared and saved it. Um, But at some point, presumably yesterday, he made this post. Again, this is the mayor of of a small town in Texas. And he said, Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. Two exclamation points. No one owes you or your family anything. Not or, are. No one owes you or your family anything. Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, It's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy is direct result of your raising... Yeah, also, there's a shitload of typos and things in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. As I am. Wait, am I sorry that you have been dealing with that electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of these in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow at some points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution.
0: Yeah, what's interesting is that everything he described is literally one of the core functions of a government. But Is sure. what he
1: is paid by taxpayers and elected to do.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. Also, if I'm paying for utilities, I fucking expect access to them. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the transaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's how capitalism works.
1: Yeah, well, it's okay. He then posted a follow-up after the feedback, of course. All I have set back and watched all this escalating and have tried to keep my mouth shut. I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post this morning. Believe me when I say that many of the things I said were taken out of context, <laughs> and some of, which, some of which were said without putting much thought into it. I would never want to hurt the elderly or anyone that is in true need of help to be left to fend for themselves. I was only making the statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves but are capable should not be dealt a handout. I apologize for the wording and some of the phrases that were used. I had already turned in my resignation and had not signed up to run for mayor again on the deadline that was February 12th. (laughs) He missed the deadline to run for re-election, dude. What a fucking loser. I spoke some of this out of the anger that the city and county was catching for situations which were out of their Uh control. Please understand, if I had to do it over again, I would have just kept my words to myself, and if I did say them, I would have used better wording and been more descriptive. (laughs) Because obviously that's the issue. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Your point wasn't clear.
0: Yeah, so translation, uh, oh no, people not only got angry, but had legitimate points to refute everything I said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bottom line. I wasn't allowed
0: to say whatever I wanted to with impunity, and now my feelings are hurt.
1: It's just a classic fuck your feelings non-apology, right? Yeah, basically. Which is what makes this next these next few paragraphs so special. The anger and harassment you have caused my wife and family is so undeserved. My <laughs> wife was laid off of her job based off the association people <laughs> gave to her in the business she worked for. She's a very good person and was only defending me. Look, like your wife is not entitled to a job, you know.
0: No, she's not entitled to a fucking handout.
1: Yeah. But to, but her to have to get fired from her job over things I said out of context is so horrible. I admit there are things that are said all the time that I don't agree with, but I would never harass you or your family to the point that they would lose their livelihood. Such is almost,
0: almost certainly not true, but OK. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I ask that you each understand I never meant to speak for the city of Colorado City or Mitchell County. I was speaking as a citizen as I am not the mayor anymore. <laughs> I apologize for the wording and ask that you please not harass myself or my family anymore. Threatening our lives with comments and messages is a horrible thing to have to wonder about. I won't share any of those messages from those names as I feel as they know who they are and hope after they see this, they will retract their hateful, the hateful things they have said. Thank you, Tim Boyd citizen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, uh, mayor Boyd. Very cool.
1: Oh my God. Amazing.
0: Yes. Have you heard about this, uh, this, uh, utility company, this power company in Texas? So it's, no. it's a company called Gritty. And, uh, I believe what they, they offer, they just offer like a flat rate for utilities. Mm. And, um, basically because of these surge in prices, uh, for electricity, I believe they specifically were an electrical company um Mm -hmm. they were so they sent out a message to all of their customers saying we will pay you a hundred dollars to switch to somebody else because it would cost them so much money to like more (laughs) they they would go into the red basically because they wouldn't be making enough money from all of their subscriptions (laughs) relative to the cost of uh of of electricity
1: Hmm. i mean here's the thing if you're a utility company offering a flat rate to everyone and that's your your cell right that's the whole the whole gimmick of your company how do you ever expect to profit when are people going to be using less utilities than what the flat rate you're charging them is yeah I know, you right. know like i mean in the summer you surely first saw you'd be losing a shitload of money in the texas heat when people are cranking their ac and you're charging them you know what 80 bucks or something and okay, I guess they expected to balance out in the fall and winter um but it's hot like three fourths of the year there, and also it they've already had uh unseason like an unseasonably cold winter already, so I don't know I don't understand that that's like some silicon valley type bullshit We'll just operate in the red until we receive enough funding to where it balances out somehow right that's that fucking uh, um um oh god what was that what was that company called oh no oh, i can't think of it uh that fucking movie subscription um movie pass that's some movie pass shit dude for real
0: yeah i'm trying to like read more about it just so you like get a feel for like what the actual business model is but fucking every site i try to go to has a paywall of course Let's see. The business model used promises to eliminate the middleman and allow customers to benefit from wholesale prices that are nearly always lower than standard retail prices. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, the the point is that they have an alternate business model to what most power companies use. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it got the business model completely backfired. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Interesting. It's almost (laughs) as if, you know, making profits early and quickly uh, almost always has some sort of downside to it that you have to be prepared for. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting that. See, I don't know exactly how cold it got for you guys. The coldest it got here uh, was negative 20, which is the coldest temperature we've ever had on record. That was Monday night or Sunday night. One of those. Saturday night? Fuck, I don't know. A couple days ago.
1: Yeah, we we got up to negative 14 or down to negative 14. Nice. And that's a record-setting temperature for us. Also got a fuckload of snow. Um an absolute fuckload of snow, dude. I don't know how many inches has been measured. Uh certainly in, in some spots. Not even like snow drift spots, but because those are those could be up to like a foot high or right or higher. But just spots that are open that that got the most snow. Definitely like up to my shins. It's pretty deep good stuff i mean i love it honestly um i haven't had any issues staying warm or anything you know i probably wouldn't love it so much if i wasn't fortunate enough to be warm right now (laughs) if my (laughs) if my house was spewing water i might not be vibing but uh (laughs) things are pretty cool over here so
0: yeah well and also your heater is gas so that helps too and that thing gets hot
1: Oh, dude. Oh, my God. It's been fucking awesome. Also, though, they did threaten to do rolling blackouts with the gas company. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, again, dude, I feel like this is becoming a reoccurring thing on this show where it's like, oh, I live in this bubble. I forgot people in Oklahoma are like this. And then I read comments, just the most (laughs) ignorant fuck. Right, right. Bullshit comments. Yeah, dude, people are just straight up, like, just straight up thinking, oh, some mustache twirling maniacal madman at OGE is just like yanking uh like yanking <laughs> ox cords out of a switchboard <laughs> on the grid laughing as people as people freeze to death in their homes like they really think that it's just some sort of corporate bottom line that they're enjoying this it's like no dude do you think that they that they want to like just be a shitty company <laughs> you know i mean uh, back in October, when again I was fortunate to not be affected, but people were out of po- were without power for two weeks, like up to fourteen fucking days. Yeah, you know, um, it was insane, and OG, OG&E had just received the most amount of hate that maybe any company has ever received, <laughs> at least here in Oklahoma. Yeah, I think and, a, you,
0: being a, a utility, a utilities company is probably one of the most hated. Like businesses that you could ever have,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, and especially if you're a fucking monopoly one,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like there's I any mean, most of them are, we yeah.
1: Can, we can turn to, I mean, there's we're starting to get solar options now, thankfully, but like, yeah, it's not like there's another company somewhere providing these utilities, it's one utility for each utility, you know, yeah, that just is what it is, even internet, fucking. Okay, we could do AT and T. Oh, we're not in network. Okay, guess we can't. Guess it's gonna be Cox. Like I tried to get AT and T fiber, and it said it's not available in my area. Yep. So are you fucking kidding me? I live downtown, dude. <laughs> what do you mean it's just, not available? I'm not just out in interesting because
0: yeah, because I lived after I moved out. I still lived like pretty close to you, like four blocks away, and we had AT and T
1: fiber. So you know, you know who had you know who had access to AT and T fiber. Who's that? My upstairs neighbors. <laughs> That's right. I live in a duplex and for unit a, it would not allow me to, to get AT&T fiber. Uh, but whenever I, uh, search the address, it said, we found a similar address that already has our service. And it was my neighbor's name. And, uh, yeah. Fucking unit B of my address had access to AT&T Fiber. Interesting. But for some reason, they wouldn't install it in my house. I I, I don't know. I got I got so pissed off I didn't look into it further <laughs> because uh, <laughs> when I first moved into this house, I had an AT&T guy come out because I was fed up with Cox already at that point. Yeah. And they, they fucking pissed me the hell off. And I was like, I'm never going to even deal with this again. But I went back to hating Cox so much, I thought I'd give them a try. And yeah, this bullshit of oh, you're not sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's not available at your house. You have to be upstairs for that. Too close to the ground or something. I don't know what the fucking logic is, but yeah, not available to me. It's weird. But yeah, anyways. F- fuck all that noise, dude. I, I yeah, guess I'll real. just stuck be stuck with Cox, I mean, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Could be <sighs> worse. Could be Comcast. <laughs> You right about that. Who is just the fucking worst. That's what we had uh and I never had to deal with them because the internet was not my was not my utility to pay or to like cover when I lived in Portland. But mm-hmm. God dude, Comcast is fucking awful.
1: They're all awful, man. Yep. I wish there was a way to get like off the grid internet, like you <laughs> like you can collect rainwater and use solar.
0: Well, the guy who, uh, I once saw a news story about how the guy who made an internet was going to make uh,
1: a new version, so we were going to get uh, Internet 2. I just love the name. <laughs> Are you on the internet? No, I'm on the Internet 2. Get get with the times, boomer. This time the web is darker.
0: <laughs> it's the dark and gritty version. Yeah. Oof. The dark, dark web. Zack Snyder's The Internet.
1: Wrong podcast, Robbie. <laughs> oh, right. By the so way... I, oh, yeah, go on. I was going to say, by the way, listeners, uh, we've got a second podcast going on right now, a little limited series called Release the Snyder Cast. Indeed we do. That's all.
0: Yes, we uh, talked about the DC movies, and uh, it's a good time. Uh, well, it's hopefully a good time for you. It's not a good time for us, because we have to watch those god-awful pieces no, of No, I'm shit, miserable. But... I'd
1: rather listen to Rush Limbaugh. <laughs>
0: Let's not get ahead of ourselves.
1: Dude, so I... Sorry, I meant uh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh's eulogy. Sorry.
0: Ah, uh, yes, there we go. Yeah, I'm going to masturbate to that later.
1: <laughs> Anyways, what were you we saying?
0: All uh, right, so I watched a little television program uh, called WandaVision. It's not, it's not, like, awful or whatever, but it went from being, like, pretty interesting and well done to just being, like, a boring run-of-the-mill Marvel story. In like an episode.
1: Yeah, I just don't care, man. I'm over, it, dude. I'm just yeah, over all these don't blockbusters and their spinoff. I watched all series.
0: I watched all of them with Jackson, so I I would finish the series with him if he uh, wants to, but I'm I'm not otherwise going to watch them by myself. Mm, the rest mm-hmm. the rest of it because it it kind of turned me off.
1: <laughs> sounds like you had a great Valentine's Day. <laughs>
0: My Valentine's Day was lovely. How dare you? (laughs) What did you do? Uh, Obviously went up to Jackson's. We got some pizza. We went for that uh, that uh, Papa John's heart shaped pizza that showed up looking just like a weird blob. (laughs) Fuck yeah! Tasted good though. And uh, yeah, we uh, you know we watched Wandavision. He licked my butthole. You know we had a good time. Sweet. While watching
1: Wandavision, was it like a human centipede uh, formation? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, we uh, curled <laughs> ourselves around each other, like a yin-yang sign, attached at the asshole. Mm, beautiful. Sounds lovely. Oh, it was it was delightful.
1: Mel and I had a steak dinner and did our annual viewing of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, our nice. favorite chick flick. Nice. Which is a hilarious movie, by the way. That's a great movie. Yeah, I fucking love it. So we, that was it that was it was chill and then last night while uh we were getting <laughs> while you were got while we, got, lately, while we got plowed while we were getting plowed with five inches uh, <laughs> while, while the snow was coming down we uh we watched the shining, which always great nice you know it's a better it's it's weird it's one of those movies that's in my like halloween movie playlist I watch every October sure sure really I should just save it for snow days man it's not really yeah. it doesn't really fit the Halloween vibe
0: yeah it really set the atmosphere I haven't seen that
1: movie in forever I watch it one, like once a year it's
0: been at least a decade
1: probably since I've watched The Shining it has two of, two of my favorite scenes in in uh, cinema history which are uh, the the bar scene with um Jack Torrance and Lloyd and uh when when Wendy confronts him uh in the I guess it's like a foyer of of the of the overlook when he when he gives this monologue. Uh it, it's the scene that leads up to him saying he's gonna like bash her brains in as they're walking up the stairs. Oh, right, right. When when it's revealed that he's been typing uh, all work and no play on all the on all the sheets of paper, on all the reams, incredible stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, so uh Lee Michael's hot take, The Shining
0: is a good movie. Uh,
1: <laughs> I get I get one every episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. This week's hot take is that Stanley Kubrick knew what he was doing when he made movies.
0: Even though uh um Stephen King doesn't like his adaptation of The Shining, right?
1: Stephen King hates it. Uh, <laughs> look, here's the thing. Uh, Stephen King wrote the movie Sleepwalkers. He also <laughs> wrote and directed Maximum Overdrive. Stephen King is not the authority on uh, cinema. <laughs> no, not so much. Um, it's weird, man. I, I am a pretty big Stephen King fan. I would say he's my favorite author. He's like my go-to author. I've read more of his books than anyone else's, and I I generally like all of the books of his that I've read. To be fair, I know which of his books are supposedly bad, and just I'm not going to seek those out, you know? Right. And a lot of adaptations of his work are terrible, and the really, really good ones are better than his books (laughs) most of the time. Right. I'm a fan, but I don't know. Really, in Stephen King's mind, it's a great movie if it is closest to his book. His book is like the Bible, you know. And, right. Uh, You know, The Shining is Old Testament, and Kubrick's work is the King James Version. Ah, I see. There we go. Don't really know what I'm talking about, but uh, I'm sure that's a pretty good analogy because i've never read the old testament i don't know <laughs> well if the ending lucky. sucked then it's pretty close to a stephen king book <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm still waiting for uh the bible too
1: yeah dude the bible too electric boo <laughs> jesus christ I do yeah, I do really do. Why did I say that? All right, here's the thing, man. I just yeah. had a DNR and um now, now I'm drinking uh another one. So Very nice. Forgive me. Um but yeah, I I do love Stephen King movies, even the the terrible ones. Yeah. Because it's so weird, even though they're all made by different people, different casting crews, you know, different uh people giving their own spin on a king story. It's always undeniably a Stephen King story. And it does kind of each one does kind of have this atmosphere that tonally fits with all the other movies. It's really weird. Yeah. How it's not a universe or anything. It's not like the MCU, but you could watch them all back to back and there is beyond it just being based on a Stephen King book. There is something that does bind them all together. And give them this sort of, um, I don't know, there's just this weird thing about them where they they all do kind of fit together. It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Stephen King's style as a writer is so distinct and his voice is so strong that even when it's sort of being put through the lens of a different creator's voice or style, Mm -hmm. it still kind of comes through. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I I just have an affinity for him that I can't explain and... I uh, I watch them all, even the even the god awful ones, and some oh, of yeah. them are I mean, god awful. Yeah,
0: some of them are very bad, but even some of the worst ones that I've seen, I've still enjoyed. Whether it be like a Sleepwalkers or a Pet oh, yeah. Cemetery Two, or which that's, I well, that love. doesn't
1: that's not King at all. That's, yeah, that's that true. Is that's thing. true. They're,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's fair.
1: Yeah, there there are ones that are. Or the first se- I mean yeah. the first
0: Pet Cemetery is like fine. Yeah, but I, I do I do still really like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. I guess it comes down to all his characters are kind of similar.
0: Yeah, and they, you know, they all have a very similar setting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Maine, (laughs) (laughs) except for The Shining, they're all in Maine. What if you wrote a movie that, or what if you wrote a book that took place in like Zimbabwe or something? That'd be so fucking weird.
0: (laughs) What if it still looked like Maine?
1: Oh god. Uh, horrendous. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous.
0: <laughs> when when do you think Jordan Peele will will do a uh, Stephen King adaptation?
1: Hmm, hopefully never. <laughs> That's the question. That's something I don't want to see. I don't know. I don't think he will. He seems to well, his movies have been original. Uh, well, at least in terms of original ideas of his, and as a he's starting to produce remakes. Like he's obviously the Candyman reboot that I guess we're getting this year, maybe maybe next year. Who knows? I hope so. the, the trailer was pretty good. I'm excited. I mean, I fucking love Candyman. It's one of my favorite horror villains. One of my favorite horror films, actually. The original Candyman. And yeah, I, I am looking forward to that, especially since the director is, uh, the new director of, um, Oh, what the fuck was she just hired to do? Not black Panther two. Was it? No, that's Ryan Coogler. Um, sorry. I have to look this up cause it's going to bother me. What's her fucking name? What is her name? Oh, Nia, da- Nia DaCosta. That's her name. She just got attached to something big, I think, in the Marvel universe. Um, Oh, Captain Marvel 2. She's doing Captain Marvel 2. So obviously Candyman has some sort of appeal to, I mean, not appeal, but uh, something praiseworthy about it. If Marvel went out and got the director of Candyman to do Captain Marvel two, you know, right? Um, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I like what I I like uh, at least what I've seen him in. Uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen. Yeah, yeah, he's a very good
0: actor. So I'm excited yeah. for him to be in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, that looks cool, but yeah, so, and he's he's producing some other 80s, oh, it's, like, the People Under the Stairs or something, he's doing some other production of an 80s remake, I don't know, gotcha. I, I guess he's gonna just go that route, Be, become, like, a Michael Bay, maybe he'll start his own Platinum Dunes, <laughs> he's just pumping out these remakes of famous slasher movies, who knows, but, yeah, I don't want him doing King movies. There's only three people that have any business making Stephen King adaptations. That's Rob Reiner. Um. Uh, oh, what's his fucking name? God damn it! <laughs> Another person I'm a fan of that I can't think of their name. Oh my god, dude! The guy that did the Miss. Oh, Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont, Rob Reiner, and um. Uh, Flanagan. Uh, who did? gerald's game and dr sleep right uh he also did a movie for netflix called hush that's that's very good yeah it is very good and he did that haunting of hill house show that was critically acclaimed yes that everybody loves (laughs) mike flanagan that's his name those are the only three people anyone else don't worry about it bro yeah i still occasionally have
0: uh nightmares related to the mist not so often anymore immediately after we watched it it, they happened frequently for like a few months
1: yeah the mist is pretty scary man
0: yeah especially if you watch it in black and white which as far as i'm concerned is the only way to watch that movie
1: yeah don't watch it in color (laughs) watch it very
0: it's very effective in black and white and it's always every single time when i have that nightmare it's always the drugstore scene
1: oh my god (laughs) oh yeah Oh, uh, heavy jeebies! Which guess, yes, uh,
0: as somebody who is very afraid of insects, uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah, fuck just, man.
1: <laughs> just look it up, guys. Just look it up, or better yeah, go just... watch the movie in black. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic.
1: It's great shit. <sighs> Stephen King has like fifty-four upcoming film projects, dude, <laughs> tied to his name. Hopefully, half of them don't get made, but
0: there is that yes indeed i guess we'll see so stephen king is doing fine is what you're saying
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love you know outside of his um i don't know it's weird because if you see him in interviews and stuff he seems like a pretty chill normal guy but then he does seem to have this ego to him where yeah if you don't make your adaptation of his work exactly like his work. He's going to basically hate you for the rest of his life. It's kind of weird, but he, he has become a a really adorable old man. And I I miss him. He, he left Instagram, um, just because he got tired of that bullshit. Um, but I really miss him on Instagram. He, He has this little Corgi named Molly, the thing of evil. And, uh, he loves this dog so much and like 95% of his Instagram posts were just photos of his dog with hilarious captions about like murdering toys and developing a, a taste for human flesh and all this <laughs> and it, one of uh, he posted this picture on Twitter fairly recently. Someone gave him a shirt uh, and it's just uh, Molly's face all over the shirt. The whole shirt is just Molly's face and it's adorable and he he's cool man he's got a band he plays guitar. Um and yeah he, he just seems like a i just like want to hang out with Stephen King is what yeah saying. for sure it seems for sure. like a cool old dude he's this uh he's got these adorable dogs and he's he's just this chill old man now who still writes these these horrific stories good for him, yeah, also I guess there's a cujo remake coming out, but it's like cujo is an acronym and it's about a robotic. Uh, dog? <laughs> like the it's Boston like robotic, Dynamics robots? It's like, yeah, it's like a robotic police dog. That okay, I don't know.
0: Here. I guess that could be interesting, maybe. I don't sounds know. fucking terrible, dude. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what the fuck happens with that. Somebody,
1: somebody is way too inspired by the Child's Play reboot. <laughs> yeah,
0: for real. <laughs> <laughs> they Jesus thought of that, Christ. and then they were like, oh, the Boston Dynamics robots. And then that's what we're going to get. It sounds fucking terrible. It'll probably be all jump
1: scares. And uh, I'm sure it'll be miserable. Yeah. One cool thing, this should probably be the last thing in the Stephen King topic. One cool thing about Stephen King is that he started this thing a long time ago. uh, And it became called The Dollar Babies. And what it was is that Stephen King um, wanted to be able to he wanted independent and like student film slash upcoming filmmakers to be able to license his material and make adaptations of it to benefit both of them, and so he he did this thing where you could buy a right to a movie based on his works for a dollar, and it wasn't all his story. It's not like, you know, they got the rights to it for a dollar or anything. Right. right. There's certain things, a lot of short stories and stuff. Uh, But Frank Darabont, when he was in film school and someone else uh, actually made um, this sort of anthology film based on some of his short stories, I think they were published in playboy. So that's cool. And also there was a um, student film. There's a student short film adaptation of children of the corn called disciples of the crow which is the best children of the corn movie somehow (laughs) and that filmmaker was able to get the rights to children of the corn for a dollar and i guess he still does it every once in a while for certain things so that's cool as fuck but i mean that's how frank darabont basically got started in hollywood with his student films of king adaptations and uh now he's made some of the best ones. I mean, fuck dude, Shawshank and Green Mile are yeah. incredible films. Uh, and then also the mist and everything else Frank Darabon has done. I mean, shit, he went on to, I think he's written some of the Elm street movies and he's a very prolific writer yes, in yes, Hollywood so. and an incredible director. So that's cool as fuck, man. A way to like give filmmaker, like student filmmakers clout basically, and let them attach a name to their stuff that can get them recognized more. So props to Stephen King. That's cool. Shit. I don't think, I don't think George RR R. Martin sold the rights to game of Thrones for a dollar, you know? No, definitely not. <laughs> so that's some starving artist could profit off their name.
0: <laughs> it's good. Shit. Yeah. it's pretty cool.
1: By the way, I think a dollar was the fucking budget for the Langoliers. yeah that's
0: one that I haven't seen don't (laughs) don't ever see
1: it oh boy yeah I
0: I have of course seen uh, many clips
1: yeah I'm still on the fence if I want to watch The Stand or not hmm I really hate the idea of a uh, subscription to CBS All Access yeah yeah, I don't know. I'm not Do done. I really do I really want every episode of Big Bang Theory at my fingertips?
0: <laughs> no man should have all that power.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Kanye. Very cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean its critical rating isn't very good.
1: The Big Bang Theory? Oh, the stand. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know, it's probably not worth it.
1: Yeah, as much not. as
0: I as much as I like James Marsden uh
1: isn't Amber Heard in that crap. Who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah, if Amber Heard could just we could just have her fuck off, that would be great, but for whatever reason Warner Brothers is willing to die on that hill probably because she's a woman if it were a man
1: Uh, well an attractive one i was gonna say what what do you mean whatever reason Uh, (laughs) hot and she's a woman yeah i'm not i'm not one of those double standard males but i mean yeah uh i mean in this case they got uh, rid uh, of johnny depp they kept amber heard which one of those do you think is the talent i mean let's be (laughs) real one can act one was in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in fairness, Johnny Depp was horrible casting.
1: In Pirates of the Caribbean?
0: No, in uh, fucking oh, uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Harold uh, and Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> go,
1: to the, uh, go to Hogwarts.
0: I would watch in... that movie, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A stoner comedy at Har- at fucking Hogwarts? I
1: thought you were going to say in Harlem. <laughs> A stoner comedy set in Harlem? Are you kidding me? i watch that.
0: Harold and Kumar get shot to death in Harlem? I'd watch that.
1: <laughs> Harold and Kumar get stepped on by the Hulk in Harlem? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Harold and Kumar join the Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah. <laughs>
1: God, the the possibilities are endless for Harold and Kumar movies.
0: I thought that there weren't weren't there rumors or something that there was going to be another Harold and Kumar movie?
1: Probably. I don't know why
0: those movies suck. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen both of them. I
1: don't really remember anything about them. I'm I'm struggling to. Re- well, no, that's not true. I was gonna say I'm struggling to recall a 2000s comedy that I like, but I did mention. Hello's guy ten days earlier. <laughs> also, I mean, there are some, there are some. I mean, I can definitely name a few, but by and large, just a lot of shit in those decade in that decade. Yeah. A lot of shit. Mostly shit, in fact. Yeah, most mostly shit, yeah. Let's be real. Mostly shit. There's some great indie comedies and like Fox Searchlight and shit, you know. Um, you know, for every. For every uh, straight-to-video, unrated American Pie film, you get like a Juno or something. <laughs> 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 uh, no, there, no, okay, okay. I, I take it back. There's a lot of great comedies in that era. Did like Little Miss Sunshine, Forty Year Old Virgin, prob- yeah. probably one of my favorite comedies ever. Actually, and that's a great movie. Not a big, um, what's his face? Apato, Apatow, Apato, yeah. yeah, Apatow fan, but that's a that's a good one. Hey, speaking of movies and uh, shitty people in movies, and also Rush Limbaugh's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, some some new some new allegations against Shia LaBeouf have come out. Yes, they have. Uh, thanks to. Is it just FKA twigs or is it like fucka twigs? What is it? <laughs> FKA twigs. Okay, okay. a twigs. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, mean, I don't have SoundCloud. I don't know who these people are. a <laughs> <laughs> twig, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just pronouncing Fuck-a-twig. words that I'm seeing. I don't know.
0: I just, it's so dumb. It took my mind a second to process. that.
1: <laughs> well, I, it, the name itself is dumb. What the fuck is a f- <laughs> FKA twig? What does that even mean?
0: Fucking Twigs.
1: What does FKA Twigs I, even stand for, know. dude? I don't know. Fucking kick ass Twigs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, what, is, what the fuck is? Her real name doesn't even have an F or a K or an A in it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Then maybe it means something. Or Twigs. I,
1: I just want to know what. I just want to know what the fuck that is. I'm not even judging her. I just want to know, that's all, where where that name came from. Uh,
0: Oh, supposedly it means formerly known as, but then she she claims that's not true and that it's just a collection of letters.
1: Oh, okay. So she stole her name from, like, Rivers Cuomo's uh, lyric book, his his song diary. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: And then she did she just a, a did she just see this spelled out
1: on like fridge magnets or something? <laughs> She's like, you know what? Oh, fuck a twigs. That's kind of catchy.
0: <laughs> anyway, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> allegations. Yeah, he, and, I, and actually, I thought and I thought you were talking about how he got fired uh, by. Um, What's her name from that movie for being an asshole on set? So, this is oh, Olivia Wilde. Well. Yeah, I oh, this is Olivia Munn, and I was like, that's not right. No, she's not a filmmaker, dude. I hope I didn't. She shouldn't <laughs> even be an actress, <laughs> honestly.
1: <laughs> I stand for Olivia Wilde, though. Oh, absolutely. Big fan. um There's a... uh, never mind. I was gonna, what never two much. reasons yeah. is that what you're gonna <laughs> say?
0: <laughs> no, it's. Uh... <laughs> Such a stupid joke. No, I'm gonna to say, say there's, there's more than one part of me that stands for Olivia Wilde is what I was going to say.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's better than fuck a Twigs. To be fair, yeah. So in a new uh vi- in a new interview with Elle, FKA Twigs spoke openly and honestly about her abusive relationship with Shia. Um, and some shit came to light. Um basically um he had a required number of times she had to kiss him and express love in a day um she was forced to sleep nude at all times uh he slept with uh hang on I'm trying to find where it is here uh Oh he's he slept with a gun on <laughs> like bedside. Um and he said that it, it was to prepare for his role in the Tax Collector, the film that he got that stomach tattoo for, like a Hell full yeah. chest piece tattoo. Hell yeah. Um and he also uh well, for one thing, she said she was afraid to get up to use the restroom or anything in the middle of the night cuz she was afraid when she was coming back to bed he'd freak out and shoot her. Um accidentally. Uh, And then also he would brag about how he would just go out and shoot stray dogs as preparation for the tax collector.
0: Cool. Uh,
1: She's uh, I said to him, that's really bad. Why are you doing that? Twigs recalled. And he was like, because I take my art seriously, you're not supporting me in my art. This is what I do. It's different from singing. I don't just get up on a stage and do a few moves. I'm in the character. He Mm -hmm. made me feel bad. Like I didn't understand what it was like to be an actor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good uh, lord jeez
0: so in addition to being an insufferable cunt he's also genuinely
1: actually crazy yeah 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 cool Um, he was also uh. he also thought she was being flirtatious with waiters in Jamaica because she flipped her hair at a waiter one time uh, and she was not allowed to make eye contact with male servers when they went out. Interesting. Also, he knowingly gave her an STD, uh, without informing her that he had one. Gee, I wonder how he got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, apparently he, I don't know what STD it was. I'm going to assume it was genital herpes or something. But, uh, well, or something. Yeah, it's an STD. Um, but apparently he hit his symptoms with makeup. So this dude would straight up fucking put bronzer on his fucking nuts and dick to hide his warts and stuff. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then have sex with his loving significant other. What a monster, dude. What an absolute piece of shit.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know if uh, he'll survive this. He seems so nice when he was on Hot Ones. I know, right? I mean, generally when you're a, an abusive psychopath, you usually yeah. have, uh, <laughs> you know, two different versions of yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. What a fucking psycho. No, he's just an artist. You don't understand. I know, I know. I don't get it. It's method. I don't get it. (laughs) You'll never know what it's like to create something, Robbie. That's true. Um, I mean, um... FKA twigs. (laughs) A woman who can conceive a child. (laughs) But can't understand. (laughs) But can't understand. the, The... <laughs> oh shit, but can't understand the uh uh machinations of creating true art like critical and box office bomb the tax collector <laughs> oh my god dude what did he do on the set of holes <laughs> Like what a fuck? dude! That's the thing. It's not. He he
0: ate nothing but onions for weeks,
1: with the exception of his face being CGI'd onto a a body double, uh, in a Lars von Trier movie. What the fuck art has he done, dude?
0: Uh, he did Peanut Butter Falcon.
1: Okay, that's that's valid. Um, aside from that, I mean, what the fuck? Okay, he was in uh, what was that movie that came out? Um. I mean he tries he tries to make artistic things. I get it. He was in fucking Oh my god, I can't think of the movie. Uh he was in he was in some movie that was critically acclaimed that came out recently on Netflix. It's a drama. Pieces about, of a I woman?
0: Think,
1: yes. And I think it's about him being a complete asshole in a and it's a, an abusive relationship. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, he was in Pieces of a Woman, which apparently is great. Peanut butter Falcon. Okay, yeah, that's great. He was, na- he was naked in some music video with, um, what's-her-face, um, Margaret, Margaret Qualley. Uh, he was a pretty good actor as well. Also, like, this weird, like, artistic, quote-unquote artistic person, uh, trying to do, like, avant-garde stuff. Which is cool, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on that, but... Uh, he was in that Sia video, <laughs> um he's in that sugar rose video i mean he does like he does like pretentious music videos uh and then he'll like do a hollywood movie and then an indie movie but he's not some fucking he's not some fucking artist yeah he's he's not not, an artiste he's not
0: he's not like daniel day lewis or something
1: no not at all not even close he's just some fucking asshole yeah, he was he was he's just some fucking asshole who was
0: in such uh hits as Eagle Eye. Oof.
1: Oh god, dude. Uh or Disturbia. Or Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. I mean, fuck this guy. Who do you think you are, Shia LaBeouf? Making these fucking pieces of shit, acting like you're some high and mighty artist shooting dogs on the street.
0: <laughs> who do you think you are, Shia LaBeouf is the <laughs> my new side project. <laughs>
1: Okay, but is it who do you think you are, Shia LaBeouf? Or who do you think you are, Shia LaBeouf?
0: You know what? It's up to interpretation.
1: Yeah, okay. I I like that. I like that. Yeah, fuck this guy, man. Piece of shit. Shia LaBeouf. It's just so... uh... It's just so uh, gratifying to um uh to just have like my my hatred of this guy vali- uh, <laughs> validated, you know. <laughs> For sure. The tax collector. His
0: character name is Creeper.
1: Yeah, fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Apparently George
0: Lopez is in this movie. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> Imagine every morning you wake up, you come out of your trailer, you go to work with George Lopez, and he knows what kind of movie he's in. He's doing the George Lopez thing, and you're shooting stray dogs in alleyways. You got a fucking full chest piece tattoo, (laughs) (laughs) and you think you're making some sort of fucking statement, (laughs) some artistic statement, dude. Some fucking movie that nobody's going to see. Who even directed this movie?
0: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, David Ayer. Written, directed, and produced by David Ayer. Okay.
1: I was going to joke that it was... uh, What's-his-face that did um, Joker and also... um, Todd Phillips. Old school. Yeah, Todd Phillips. (laughs) David Ayer, dude. Yeah.
0: You go from... End of watch and fury to suicide squad, Bright, The tax collector, Jesus.
1: Oh boy, also, he's doing like a Mexican uh, Have you seen the trailer?
0: Uh, no, thank god.
1: Uh, Shia LaBeouf is doing a Mexican accent in the trailer. Nice, <laughs> yeah, that's I don't cool. Know if- I don't know if he's supposed to be Mexican or what the deal is.
0: I mean, it takes place in Mexico. It's, uh, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, it's like a crime drama. Let's see here. It follows two enforcers working for a Los Angeles crime lord. Oh, okay, it's in LA. Just based on everything, it looks like it took place in Mexico. A uh, Los Angeles crime lord whose business becomes upended, resulting in one of them desperately protecting his family from an old rival. I mean, it's Los Angeles, so it's that's like, you know, a Mexican-based type organization, yeah. I think. Sort of our cartel type Bro, situation. he has
1: Creeper in all capital letters permanently tattooed across his abdomen.
0: Goddamn right he does. What an idiot. <laughs> all for a starring role in The Tax Collector.
1: Oh my god. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, God. I thought he had a fucking monster logo tattoo, but I think it's just cigarettes. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I think it's three cigarettes. <laughs> of. God. I thought he had a monster energy drink tattoo. Holy fuck. Wow. What a douchebag. I mean, how many ways can we say the same thing? Fuck this guy. <laughs> anyway. Fucking stupid animal. Um. Apparently, apparently, conservatives are outraged that uh, Joe Biden's press secretary uh, didn't sound. She sounded flippant when uh, responding to news of Rush Limbaugh's passing. <laughs> um. This dude I went to high school with that has a tendency to comment the absolute. Uh, stupidest take on every news article that comes across our our shared Facebook feed uh, commented yeah real sincere cool he hates literally every news article dude it's just it's just um, aggravating to see this shit in my news feed like he has some stupid thing to say on literally every news article it's just like dude do you not have hobbies aren't you married like don't you have a life you just spend all your time like what are you trying to do take down like big big media <laughs> what do you think <laughs> you're doing here do you think the author of the news story is reading your comment and like reevaluating their career or something do you think that they just had this fucking realization that they're uh like some integrity lacking puppet for for big news. Like what do you like what the fuck are you trying to accomplish here? Because all that happens is people read your comment and be like, yeah, this guy's fucking dumb. Yeah. You're not changing anything. You're not making an an impression or a difference on anything. You're just some fucking shithead with a terrible opinion who doesn't understand things. Commenting out of your ass to own the libs. And all you're doing is uh putting yourself out there in the stupidest way possible. Sorry, I just needed to vent about that for a quick second. Oh
0: yeah, no, totally.
1: <laughs> just just like 5 years of of this building up. It's like, Jesus, dude, get a fucking yeah. hot, collect stamps or something. Like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, thank doing?
0: fucking god I'd have like gotten rid of most of these people, of like those people from my feed.
1: He's the same guy that, I mean, I've never sent you posts before. He's the same guy. He always comments on my shit. And then the second I prove him wrong by, like, Googling the topic,
0: he <laughs> deletes all his shit
1: and, like, fucking, fucking Danny Phantoms out of there. Like, yep. you motherfucker, dude. Gr- gr- like, grow some balls, put some hair on him, and, like, defend your shitty stance. At least, like, it's so dumb that I would even accept... Something as stupid as just him ignoring all logic and just vehemently defending his stance. But he's immediately like, oh, fuck, I was wrong. Delete. Like, dude. You coward. Get the fuck out of here, then. Don't ever speak again. Don't ever yeah. speak out of turn ever again if you're <laughs> if you're that much of a fucking pussy on the internet. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, for real. <sighs> these people, man.
0: That's the thing. You know, on the internet when that shit happens, it's because all these people are fucking gutless.
1: It's like that Kyle dude, man. Remember Kyle (laughs) during the, uh, uh, when fucking what's his face written house, uh, people at the BLM protest, and this dude was trying to defend it and was also just like being ignorantly, well, stupid, but also like vaguely racist about things and got called out by like five of us. And then he deleted all the comments and blocked everybody. Yep. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. These people. These anti safe space people just uh, they need Immedi- immediately
0: re- yeah, immediately retreating to their safe space.
1: Mm-hmm. That's like um this the conservative subreddit, man. Only flared users can interact with the subreddit and like they lock it all the time and archive the comments so that nobody can uh give their two cents and they delete like any opposing views whatsoever. <laughs> and it was just funny to see that there was some post about how liberals need their safe space, and then you could just see all the deleted comments by the mods. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like locked and archived, and then it was like, only flared users are allowed to interact.
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: What a bunch of crybabies. Fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. real special group of people. <laughs> big ups <laughs> big ups that's my rap name dude god damn right gonna gonna start a SoundCloud profile and
0: there you go hang
1: out i rap about fuck everything yeah fuck a twigs <laughs> <laughs> oh man fuck a twigs isn't that a character from kick ass <laughs> it absolutely should be. Oh, kick ass! You know, if you told me that was directed by Todd Phillips, I'd believe you. <laughs> Just gonna, anyways. I don't want this whole this whole thing to be about shitting on uh, worthless entertainment. <laughs>
0: but but shitting on todd phillips is so much fun though
1: i know i know it is my one of my favorite things to do uh i will i will always and forever shit on joker whenever i can but
0: i don't know i almost i almost want to watch it just so that i can uh shit on it uh but with more like articulation you know
1: better articulated thoughts i mean we could shoo it in on the schedule for the other podcast if you if you'd like to we could we'll have to discuss that because what i what
0: i can almost guarantee happened with this movie is that the people who went to see it are not used to seeing movies that have any sort of overt you know kind of political messaging things like that because usually when movies have messaging like that um, they tend to be more sort of like the indie side of things. They're a more artful, thoughtful, et cetera. So it's not the sort of movie that, like a general audience is going to go and see. Um, mm-hmm. So a general audience sees a movie that has some of that stuff in there and everyone goes, oh, my God, it's really deep and thought provoking and powerful. But in reality, it's just got some kind of ham fisted politics shoehorned in. It says some really basic no bullshit type political statements. Uh, and then everyone like freaks out and thinks it's this really deep thing when it really isn't. And I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix's performance is probably good. He's a good actor, so I'm sure. I'm sure he's better than Jared Leto.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 taxi driver for those dudes in college who had Fight Club and Scarface posters on their dorm walls and missed the point entirely of both of those films. You know, that's what it is. Uh plain and simple. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I, it's not a movie that I watch and hate. it's just one of those things that like every movie that this movie is influenced by is, is better a, is a hundred times better and and their message is more subtle uh and I've seen those movies countless times and I appreciate those movies, so I'm not gonna watch the fucking uh bastardized version. I'm not gonna watch the Cliff Notes of a Scorsese film. Uh, brought to you by the guy who uh, makes fart and faggot jokes um, <laughs> as just, a career. Who made I a know. career out of those jokes.
0: You know, it's, it's like, why do you get the guy who did the Hangover movies to do your serious crime drama?
1: Because he, he took it to Warner Brothers, man. I'm pretty sure. I don't well, know. they could buy the
0: idea from him and then hire a different director. Yeah. But the
1: director of Road
0: Trip should not be making a serious crime drama. The guy yeah. who wrote and directed Starsky and Hutch should not be making
1: <laughs> oh, a serious crime drama. I forgot he did that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, when when the best yeah I mean when you make a comedy and the the best jokes are uh, David Soul references, <laughs> it's not a great look. Just yeah, it.
0: when when your best movie when the best joke and your best movie is paging Doctor Faggot, <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't be directing a Joker movie.
1: When you make an outdated reference. In a in a studio film, um, actually, both everything about that joke is outdated. Actually, it probably was outdated at the time it came out. Who the fuck was using a pager in two thousand ten? God damn it! Oh man, the hangover! What a piece of shit! Yep. Oh. Uh, his dick is small. Get it?
0: Get it? And he's Asian. Do you get it? It's funny because he's Asian and he talks you're not, funny because he's not Asian. Laughing.
1: I don't think you get it if you're not laughing. <laughs> get it? He called him a fag. You know why? Because he's not as masculine. Get it? Are you getting it? I don't think you're getting it if you're not laughing. Oh, is this humor going over your head? <laughs>
0: You're not getting me? <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Zach Galifianakis is saying weird stuff because he's weird. Isn't that kooky? Why aren't you laughing?
1: I'm just waiting. He's
0: making, he's making the baby jerk off. Isn't that funny?
1: <laughs> oh, man. How, da- how dare you waste Bradley Cooper like that? how dare you also i'm just waiting for the all i'm just waiting for the all-female reboot from paul feig (laughs) starring melissa mccarthy Kristen wig leslie jones i'll let you all figure out who's who but
0: (laughs) yeah we'll get um we'll get anna hathaway in there
1: oh yeah she's the one that's getting married that's lost she's the the straight one yeah
0: and then um rebel wilson will have to be in there somewhere
1: yeah, she'll say the weird things, and know. Yeah.
0: And then instead of Mike Tyson, it'll be Ronda Rousey.
1: Exactly. Oh boy.
0: And Melissa McCarthy will fall. Look, she fell. She fell into the 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 canals at the at the Venetian. Oh my God, it's funny because she's fat. Look at the big splash it made.
1: Remember that hilarious scene where a guy woke up and he had the same tattoo as Mike Tyson? Wasn't that, wasn't that wild? And
0: wasn't that two? Wasn't that Hangover Two where that one happened? Know. I don't. Because the the Hangover One, he just loses his tooth.
1: Who cares, dude? How many, uh, how many times are these gonna happen? How many times are they gonna go on a trip and black out and lose somebody?
0: Uh, three times, as it turns out. <laughs>
1: Also, all I remember about the third one is there being some sort of face-off between uh, Zach Galifianakis and Ken Jeong. They were and, like,
0: and John Goodman is in it as well.
1: Oh god, kind of waste John Goodman. Yeah, just terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah, really suck, dude. Uh dude. yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah, wasted I mean, Jeffrey do- Tambor as well. Yeah, they wasted a lot. <laughs> they wasted a yeah, lot well, of resources and and talent yeah. to make that movie.
0: You know yeah, I mean? uh, Jeffrey Tambor isn't uh, gonna be around anymore, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a shame, dude. He tried to, you know, he played like a transparent, in transparent, <laughs> and um.
0: Oh, he's... I get it now. <laughs> Which apparently his performance in, the, in like the show itself was very good, from what I understand.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. He like tried to bring a a great representation of a trans person to, uh, like a you know wide audience reaching, dramedy or something, whatever yeah, that. Because I I, d- I don't recall,
0: I don't recall him getting any like flack for doing that. Like I don't no, recall I, mean, I don't recall the LGBT community being upset that it was him as opposed to a, a trans actor.
1: No, I think I think he tried to do it respectfully and he took it very seriously and then it turned out that on the side he was touching people and you <laughs> can't do that man. It's not fucking cool. That's true. What a shame. I Indeed. was devastated to hear about Jeffrey Tambor. I know. I'm I a, I was a big fan of Jeffrey Tambor. Yes, he's me too. always great. He's so he's just so great in everything he's in. Um, poor choice of words,
0: <laughs> oh well, I'll still watch the Death of Stalin and laugh my ass off. <laughs> I still need to see that. God, it's so good. I think it's on something we should we should watch it soon yeah it's it's unbelievably good yeah
1: yeah i'm I'm down, I'm down, oh man, fucking Jeffrey Tambor. I wonder if there's any... I
0: mean, has he done anything since... That's a good question, actually. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what we've got for for one uh, Mr. Tambor. Mr. Tambor. <laughs> uh, let's see here. He looks like he's supposed to have a movie that came out last year called Magic Camp. Hmm. Oof. Um... Got any television? That's the only thing that's popping up.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh God, Uh, it's an Adam Devine movie. Oof!
1: Jesus Christ! Hometown (laughs) hero, Adam Devine. Sounds like a porn star. (laughs) Sounds like a a trans (laughs) porn star to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Sounds like a contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, does it not? I know it's not divine, it's divine, but yeah, still, yeah, just Adam yeah. Divine. <laughs> Sounds like the most beautiful drag queen ever. Indeed,
0: but instead it's Adam Divine.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But instead, it's that fucking dude from high school. That that is
0: that is the perfect description of Adam Devine and what he looks like. He's he's that dude from high school.
1: Yeah, the one from math. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that fucking dude from social studies. Yeah, that's Adam Devine. That's all of them. Fucking. They're all just those dudes from high school, which is the name of our side project. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking what was that show? Workaholics. Is that were right. you thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, eighty-six episodes, man. Yeah, that that show was really popular. They did the same thing eighty-six times, and people people watched it. I remember liking that show. I
0: haven't seen like all of it or whatever. No, that's I've fine. Seen like episodes and stuff, and then I thought it was
1: funny. Has an eighty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. You know, when you break it's, apart it's a comedy of a, troupe, you find out that they're not really funny individually. <laughs> that often happens, yes. That's why I don't host my own show.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. Because as it turns out... Yeah, I suck, and I, can, I, I get that.
0: <laughs> exactly, but we're self-aware in our suckitude. Yeah,
1: our suckage. <laughs> One of us more than the other, Robbie. Uh-huh. It's you. Yeah, but things. yeah, just, yeah, you, you, you break apart the band. It, it's like Kiss put, Kiss's solo albums. It always comes back to Kiss. It always does. All roads lead to Kiss. If you're <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor, all, leads, all roads lead to Kissing. But, uh. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the other ones have even done. I know the guy with the bear jacket made some funny vines one time. Yep. Blake um, Anderson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's maybe
0: he a... the, he's maybe the funniest of the three.
1: Well, he has the most, uh, his humor is like the, the most, um, original and, and least just like, like, Oh, I'm funny. Cause I do bro stuff, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's clever. That's what it is. He's clever, right? I don't. I don't get uh, Adam Devine's shtick. What does he do? He's just like a frat guy or something. Not even. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of. He's sort of like. It's sort of like the general um, himbo meathead type character, but without the like gym aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like TJ Detweiler, if TJ Detweiler were a dirtbag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's TJ
0: Detweiler? Isn't that the character, the main character from Recess? Oh shit,
1: okay. <laughs> okay, that's right. Okay, okay. Sorry. I haven't watched Recess in like twenty-one years, bro. Come on, man, keep up. Jeez. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. If if the guy from Recess was a dirtbag. no not not the one that was a snitch what was his fucking name it doesn't matter yeah oh boy yeah he just looks like a douche man yeah that's
0: pretty much what he uh gets typecast (laughs) as that's that's about the extent
1: i know they made this like action comedy sort of recently where they were like what were they? They were caterers or some shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong here. I know. I know that they made some sort of weird action comedy. Sure. I, I have uh, not followed their careers. Really, oh, game so. over, man. Was that it? I don't know. It wasn't Magic Camp. Oh, that's why we're talking about him in the first place. He's in Magic Camp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how we
0: got here. But it would appear yeah. to be Game Over Man would be what you're talking about. The fuck is the plot for Game Over, man? Three friends who work as housekeepers at a luxury hotel Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles are on the verge of getting their video game financed when their potential benefactor is taken hostage by terrorists in a diehard-type scenario. The trio are then forced into rising to the occasion to try to save the lives of every hostage in the building. Jesus. It's a Netflix movie, so it's garbage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oof, 19%.
1: I mean, what'd you expect? Yes.
0: The, <laughs> this almost laugh-free comedy is distinguished by a relentless level of outrageous yet strangely listless vulgarity. Hell yeah. Thank you, Glenn Kenny of the New York Times. Anyway, I'm spent.
1: <laughs> Thank you Tom Kenny, voice of SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm fucking over it. Uh good shit. Good shit. Um well, what a day it's been. I'm tired from all the partying. <laughs> Just a reminder, Rush Limbaugh's dead. Um so thank you everyone for listening. Thank you Robbie for joining. Of course. Uh thank you to Joe Biden for that stimulus money that we got early before everyone else. <laughs> yeah, thanks Daddy Biden. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Daddy. And uh yeah, if you like this and you want to hear more, you can tune in same time next week wherever you heard us. I'm off to go make some wings. Woohoo.